Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to rock? Batista with the catch! And Andy Pettit is a starting pitcher! I don't think he's pleased. Raymond Green looks like Duncan from Shrek. Right now we're preparing for Cincinnati. We're going to drink a lot of beer tonight. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fine. I know words. I had the best words. Am I being punked or something? Or... It's time for Fanatic Radio.
Power's back, as we're doing the show, of course. Thank God. Oh, my God. Um, I'm floating flo- flo- upstate New York. Oh! How would you, how would you, assess, how would you assess your few days here? Listen, I tell you, I've been all around this country, and I mean all around is not incomplete, but there is... You, you traveled every road in this year land. Just, you know what? Just about, and I wish, but I tell you... Watkins Glen, New York, may just be the greatest town I have ever been in, and you're and you're smiling, so you know that you agree with me on that sentiment. No, because I was staring at the uh, the pan shot of Los Angeles uh, as we're watching the uh, we fl- hate LA. Flows Yanks against the Dodgers. That's right. They say this is a preview of the World Series. Potentially, I mean, I who knows. What are your thoughts on the Yankees so far this year? Well, I mean, that, that's the thing. The Yankees have been awesome this year, and especially when you've had so many games where you have either Stan out or Judge out or somebody of the key guys out. Right. And really, the Yankees have just been spectacular so much of the season. The problem is that you go into the trade deadline, and everybody knows the Yankees need pitching. Yep. The Yankees really didn't do a lot going into that July 31st deadline. And, of course, the Astros, of all clubs, are like, you know what? Okay, we're going to play this game. We're going to trade for Zach Greinke. Right. We have just a loaded pitching staff. And, again, Houston, and you know, we love the Yankees, but Houston's got to be, with that pitching staff, what they got right now, it's got to be the favorites. But you look at this Yankees club right now, as we talk, I'll knock on wood, and I hope that is wood. Probably. The Yankees are leading top of the ninth. Uh, at the Dodgers, four to one. Colorado uh, yeah, yeah. threw the ball, threw the ball away. He's turning oh, down. Oh, hey now. We love that. And we can't call live action, of course, but. Four days later, there is a single. Yes. Four one Yankees at the top of the ninth. Absolutely. Hey, you know what? So you, you mentioned the, the Astros. Too early to be concerning for you, or can the uh, Aaron Boone squad turn it up? No, they could because, again, there probably isn't a better, stronger offense in baseball, and you play at home right. in that band box at his Yankee Stadium, you get, the, you get the ball just cranking out of there. Ooh. So I don't think that, you know, the Yankees are in the mix, and that's really all you can ask for because you never know. You got to be in the mix, but. Yeah. It's going to be tough when you go against a pitching staff like what the Houston Nationals have right now. Now, again, those guys are going to fall apart. You get hurt, what have you. On paper, I think you got to go with Houston in terms of the American League. But the Yankees are in the mix, and, again, that's all I can ask for. Yeah, and, of course, this morning world, big discussion yesterday. Mm. We were out in the great city of Ithaca. That's right. And fantastic news that... Former number, overall number one draft pick Andrew Luck is, announces is, is I guess I guess did he do it today? They said he was supposed to do it today. Uh, Andrew Luck is announcing his retirement from the NFL, deciding he was uh, mentally drained out, and which I don't blame him. Multiple injuries and multiple nonsense from the Colts. Twenty nine years old. Yes. Do do we uh, do we stand by him and uh, walking away from 
the oodles of money that he was, you know, promised in his contract, and are we for him saying, you know, health reasons are the reasons why I'm stepping away from the game, or uh, are we with Indy's faithful and we boo him on the spot? I would not boo him. I think it's one of those things where it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things for, you know, armchair analysts to be like, oh, you know, you know, you got to tough it out. It's like this guy over the last few years, he was comeback player of the year a year ago. That's he right, he, <coughs> he missed 2017. He's facing like like neck and like calf issues. <coughs> Excuse me. Does Andrew Luck retiring make you feel sick? Just a little bit. It shows that any of us <coughs> can be invincible. Yeah. <coughs> so my flow is halfway dying on the set. I am happy he's doing this. Because my take on this is, uh, with Andrew Luck, he was a great quarterback. But on the flip side, you know, he had his ways of getting the injury bug. And with that, he was a straight-up product of what would be – yeah, ultimately the result of of a National Football League player. My thing is, I love, I am proud that he is doing this. As we're seeing Aroldis Chapman warm up in the bullpen. The problem with everyone's mad at Luck, I immediately disown that because with Andrew Luck retiring at 29 years old, and my thing is, he could easily come back. We don't, we don't know, but if he comes. If, you know, him stepping away, I always love it when players do that. We saw it with Barry. We saw it with Barry Sanders. We saw it with Calvin Johnson, both of the Lions. We see it with Luck. Um, there was a running a running back or a linebacker from the San Francisco Forty ers that stepped away after like one year of football in the league. I am proud of that because, to me, it shows a legitimacy of being a human being. And when I say that, it's because by players doing that, it really opens your eyes to reality of of, of what you're getting yourself into. Because at the end of the day, football, basketball, baseball, God knows what you're playing is not the end-all, be-all of your life. You and and those players that retire early, if anything, are winners in my book because they say, you know, this is not for me and this is not forever. Which like Calvin jo- when's the last time anyone heard anything from Calvin Johnson? He he's not he no no one has heard anything from Calvin Johnson this year in his inner circle. He's gone. Barry Sanders is just a great ambassador for the college game, not even the professional game. And the same for Andrew Luck. You know, 29 years old, he should have won the Heisman at Stanford. That's right. Was um, ousted by Scam Newton. <laughs> Your boy. And Your favorite. Uh, yeah, Coach Harbaugh, I think, won the, um, I think it was the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl against Vostek, lost Fiesta Bowl against Mike Gundy, should have won. Yes. Game was raid win overtime. <laughs> and of course, you know, we love overtime college football. We do. Um but I'm happy he's doing this. Because the Indianapolis Colts, they 
with the sketchy ownership and everything else that's gone, they've never given this guy like a clear reign to do anything. So I'm glad he's doing this, and I it, 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 he's de- he's definitely probably the biggest profile other than since Calvin Johnson, the biggest profile athlete in the NFL to walk away early. Um, and for those of you that picked you in, in his in, in the fantasy draft, <laughs> you are like, like OJ Simpson. You are screwed. Yeah. Uh, right. Lamar Miller has torn ACL, so we love just anyone who bets on the NFL because you're wrong. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, guys, guys retiring early, you know, for health issues. Well, I think as fans, it's one of those things where it's easy to be a fan. Like, oh, you know, why are you retiring? You know, it's and it's it's easy to look at somebody like Andrew Luck and you look at your heroes and you look at your favorite football players. It's like these guys are invincible and sometimes it's hard to, you know, realize that these people are players too. Like mm. when you have neck issues, when you have knee issues, obviously that affects everything you do. And just because these guys get paid millions and millions of dollars, I think sometimes people forget that, you know, ultimately they are humans too, and this stuff affects them. And you're a guy like Andrew Luck where you have lingering health issues. You know, it's one of those things to where, you know, I look at, um, you know, Andrew Luck. If he was able to play, you know he's going to be out there and playing. If he's able to go, but he's been to Pro Bowl four times. Absolutely. I mean, he came out of, you know, college. Height as the next big quarterback. Yeah, and he said he's the next John Elway. Absolutely, and rightfully so. And he had a great career going. And so, you know, you know, he's not a dumb guy. I think he probably thinks, listen, I've had a lot of injury issues. It's really worth, because that's always the thing. NFL players, even the best, even if Tom Brady plays into his 40s. Right. So then you have all those years after where you have to – you know, go forward with it. And a lot of guys look at, you know, I was listening to a podcast. It was Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin. Yeah. And Hogan has had his fair share of issues. He can barely walk mm. because, you know, all those atomic leg drops he gave during, like, you know, back in the day for years. That right. was his move. So he can barely walk, a lot of these guys, and him and others. And for Hogan... It's obviously easy to say, listen, it was all worth it. But even then, he probably thinks that, you know, when he can, like, when he wakes up and ha- needs, like, an hour before he can get out of bed. I'm sure Andrew Luck looks like, listen, I'm 29 years old, and clearly I've had a lot of health issues. Runs the gamut. Yep. And he probably looks at it as, listen, I can't go anymore. So I want to be able to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. And again, he's 29 years years old. That's the thing. It's very possible that like a year from now, you'd be like, listen, I'm ready to go. Let's go right now. We're going to go Colts win the Super Bowl. That's very possible. Right. So, I, you know, it's easy for people and easy for fans to be like, oh, you know, he's our guy. He should <laughs> be able to go. He's just toughen it out. You know, I, I'll get a cold and I still go into work. If you don't <laughs> understand, like, what it takes to be – a football player, well, a quarterback. So, 
you know, it's one of those things where, again, it's easy to be like, yeah, you know, you should toughen it out. It's like, yeah, okay, let, let, let's see you try to go through what he has to go through, all the exactly. contacts, and, you know, if he's not 100% healthy, and then you're just exposing yourself to further injuries down the road. Yeah, he's smart. And pe- people that hate on him are dumb. That's right. People that boo him are dead to us. Yeah, awful. The worst. I'm all, I'm all for him stepping away because I guess, again, you 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 touched on it. He could easily come back next year. And a team. And he, first of all, he, when he comes back, he's not playing with the Colts anymore because after all of this, he he wants out. He probably wants out of this organization. Mm. He's gonna go to a team and be winners with them. But uh, I'm all for it. Because it makes these immortal human beings seem, you know, more so regular than they are. And shout out to the uh, the cameraman breaking the fourth wall on this uh, Yankees-Dodgers broadcast. Little kid was holding a hat that had Fresno State on it. And he was holding it wrong. All of a sudden, you see his arm stretch into camera shot and, like, adjust the hat to get the camera shot. So, that's that's a mess. As we are watching the uh, Yankees-Dodgers game, they are, both teams are wearing all black, all white, with with with, with weird, with, with nicknames in the back. Flo, do you endorse this? With uh, Aroldis Chapman with uh, the missile on his on, on his jersey? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, as a Yankee fan, we love Aroldis Chapman. But I don't know anybody that refers to him as the missile. Like, oh, he's just Rollins Chapman. I don't have an issue with, you know, remember the all NBA All-Star game? They have first-name guys mm. out there. But I'll be honest. Now, I'm not the most diehard Yankee fan. I'll admit that. But I have never heard Chapman referred to as the missile. So I don't know what the deal is with these uniforms. They're very bizarre. I mean, you know, I, you know, let me tell you something. Whatever I see, if you're going to wear a Yankee cap, I never understood when you see guys that will have like a, the Yankee hat will be yellow and then the logo is in yellow. Mm. It's like, if you're not going to get the classic, like the classic navy blue with the white. Yes. It's got to be something close, if, you know, because there are some generic brands. If it's like the gray with the navy blue, like okay, that looks kind of good. Right. But it's like this team's like wearing like all black, <laughs> as they are right now. What is that? Yeah. I don't get that. Well, but it's a win. Yeah. Well, of course, that's what really what matters. But you know, I you know I, I'm all for you know players, and I'm all for the union. But this whole like, I, I think I think that's why they're doing this. I would isn't it like once a year the union like I mean they guess the players have freedom. I don't know that. And if it's the case, you know what, I'll take that over just major league baseball just being like, you know, whenever they got and get into September or what have you, teams are wearing like the red, white, and blue uniforms. Yeah. It generally looks like crap. And it's only because like I've seen guys, you know, I've heard stories about guys Hey, I want to wear a NYPD hat, you mm. know, it was like the anniversary of 9/11 or something like that. Major League Baseball was like, um, no, you have to wear this this uh, red, white, blue cap, which of course we're selling on MLB.com, right? So, which I mean, you know, we hate the 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 powers that be making money off us, but we love the New York Yankees. 
So I guess we, we, we love Yankee fans in LA. Of course. Well, you know, Yankee fans are everywhere. That's the that's <laughs> why everybody loves. You know, everybody loves to hate on the Yankees, and I get it. But they also love when the Yankees come to town, so they're actually there are fans that show up in their ballpark. Yeah, well, speaking of speaking of fans out of town. That's right. We went to the uh, the New York State Fair yesterday. Yeah. In Syracuse, and you were amazed at the amount of Green Bay Packers fans. Oh my gosh! First off, let me tell you, you know, I, nobody loves to hate on New York State more than the men Florence. There is nobody that is more pro Garden State, pro New Jersey <laughs> than I am. Rolling to the state fair, I didn't even know like until like a couple years ago that there was a state fair in New Jersey. <laughs> New York State Fair is great, a lot of great action, and what's probably great is that you know we're way out in Syracuse where we had it. Yep. And one of my buddies from from Syracuse, he's like, "Yo, you're like right by my house." He's like, "Who was it?" Michael Harrington. Oh, we love. He hit me. I knew he was gonna hit me because he's like the mayor of Syracuse. Yeah. Guy. And he's like, oh, you guys are in Syracuse? He's like, yeah, we came out from Washington. He's like, that wasn't close. I'm like, who gives a shit? I mean, the, the State Fair, very much a fun time. You had pigs racing. You had all kinds of livestock. It was, you know what? I had a great time. And it was cool to go out there. We saw like a handful of Packers fans there. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, Everybody talks about, oh, you know, Cowboys are America's team. Like, you know, the Packers are the real America's team. I did not see any Cowboys anything yesterday. But I saw multiple people in either like a cat, like a, excuse me, a Packer hat. Yep. Or like a Packer pullover. Or, you know, you had a Favre jersey. You had a Rodgers jersey. Favre you know, because that's, that's ultimately the thing. Certainly outside of like, you know, Chicago or Minneapolis. Or, you know, Detroit. Anywhere else. You know, everybody, it's one of those things where everybody loves the Packers. It's yes. Like, you can wear a Packer jersey or Packer shirt basically anywhere. And it's, excuse me, as long as it's not as a, I guess it must have been my phone. Work phones, I don't care that much. Uh, as long as it's not like one of the rivals of the Packers. Yeah. You can wear a Packer uh, memorabilia anywhere. And people are like, Right on, man. And hell, all the people I saw, whether it's people that had like a Packer license plate or Packer hat, I you know, I should have given them the hug. <laughs> shake their head like, listen, we're in this together. Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, yes. we're get this, you know. We're we're getting after it. Like I Chris, think like Chris Cuomo. I think they are getting a bad rap with the LaFleur thing because Yes. Thank you. At the end of the day, yes. you have an all-pro quarterback, mm-hmm. and we love the fact that quarterbacks run the team, and rightfully so. Yes. And it's, it's not like it's not like Rodgers is, is working with you know an empty deck. <laughs> he's got he's got Randall Randall Cobb. Your boy Randall Cobb is in back in the mix. Not not in the team. He's on the team. Who is who is Devontae Adams? Yes, the lead receiver. Devontae Adams. Crushed it last year. Uh, Jimmy Graham is back on the team. Uh, that's a good question. The tight end. I do not. I think he is. But I uh, Ger- Geronimo or uh, Geronimo Allison. Yes. And Valdez Scanling and. Yep. So you have those guys. Yes. Jimmy Graham is still on the Packers. That shows how much. That shows how much I know. So the best about that is you. You have you have a stud of a, of a QB. And then you have and then you have a receiving core that just wants to, to do well and play hard. 
Now, those teams go under the radar and do well. Then you got the Clowns at the Cleveland Browns that are overhyped and they're probably not even going to win six games. So, I'm all for it. Because the problem with the, because the thing with the Packers is all they have to do is get through Chicago's defense. And that's it. Because the, uh, the Vikings will stink because they have Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. And then you have the Lions who are a mess. So the NFC North is just forever. Uh, does the Pack have a good defense? Definitely, I think an improved defense. They they in the off season, they may. It, it's crazy. Last, you know, two years ago, the Packers were not into spending money at all in free agency. Right. Last year they did it with like Jimmy Graham and a bunch of other guys. This year they're like, listen. And I think that the front office realizes. Aaron Rodgers is only going to play forever. You know, not right. everybody can be Tom Brady. And obviously, Rodgers has the injury history now. So they brought in a bunch of pass rushers. They focused big league on the defense. Mm. Uh, a number of guys brought in a couple of guys named Smith to bring, to, you know, pressure them off the edge, to draft a guy yep. uh, out of Michigan. So that's, that's, that's going to be the key thing is the upgrade on the defense. And I hope it all comes together. As a Packer fan, there's nothing I would love more than just Packer success, left and right. Yeah, we'll see that in uh, two weeks, because next week is opening weekend of college football. College football started yesterday, apparently. Are you mad it started that early? You know, that's what I was saying. We talked about the other day. It started earlier, at least than I expected now, you know, not as plugged in as I used to be. It's like in this quote-unquote week zero. That's yeah. what I love. They call like this week before Labor Day. Yeah. And it used to be like, all right, these guys are going to play in Australia or we got like a Hawaii game. But no, we got Miami and we got Florida. Kickoff in Orlando. It's a big game in Orlando. The can't be worth kickoff. Like, play, face it off on, uh, what day was it? Um, goodness. It was uh, August 24th. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Boy, they. Too early. Great game last night, though. Absolutely. The game's like back to you more or less faith in college football. I think it gives us a lot of faith in college football. And maybe not in the college football refereeing. Yeah. Because the refereeing last night was all over the place. Miami was facing like a fourth and super long. Uh, they get they get a uh, a pass interference, a legitimate pass interference. Yep. Multiple times they got multiple bailed out plays, and basically every key play of the game last night, referee was involved, which you you know oh, that, that's you really, always love that. That's every like, key play we're like, it was like it was like Yeah, and and you know, listen, Florida had like. Nine sacks or something like that, like oh, a, yeah. a tremendous amount. Solid defense on, on Miami, and clearly, even though it was effectively a neutral game, Orlando is significant, and I know this from personal experience, significantly closer to Gainesville than it is to Coral Gables. Yes. So I think everybody knows who really has the home field advantage. Yep. And it's one of those things where. Uh, but you know what? Miami, they busted out the turnover chain early. They were uh, pushing the action early. They were doing the whole Miami thing, which, you know what? You got to love it because yep. they have a brand. And even after all the inconsistency over the years, 
They still maintain that brand, man. And we love the turnover chain because they were the first ones to have it. All these other schools, like, try to bring it out in their own fashion, and it's just garbage. And we love the U. We're all about that. But, uh, you know, it gives me a little bit of faith because um, uh, Felipe Franks, for my uh, for excuse me for Florida yep. was terrific threw for touchdowns ran for touchdowns mm. clearly that's the beauty of college football Florida was clearly the stronger team and yet Miami had a chance to win it all the way through yep uh, looking forward to the college football season because this is probably our college football preview show because next week we'll be just destroyed <laughs> <laughs> um. 150 years of college football. Oh, my gosh. Are we are we, are we amazed by that, or is that, that going to be a complete stunt that ESPN is going to ride for the rest of the year? Well, you know, I've been very much aware of the 100 years of the NFL, not as much aware of 150 years of college football, which is with us. But it's one of those things. It's amazing to think, you know, the, the very much the beginning of the 20th century, College football was very close to being outlawed because it was so violent. Yes, and it, and and Teddy Roosevelt, the president, got involved. Got and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, do we expand the field? Do we give players more room to play? And Harvard, which built Harvard Stadium, which still exists, mm. they were like, we spent a lot of money on the stadium. We cannot expand it. <laughs> so what? Know. What did they invent? They invented the forward pass. They yes. legalized that in college football. And that is perhaps, you know, we talk about the shot clock in basketball, but the forward pass, and, and certainly in college football, so critical. But, yeah, I honestly was not aware of the whole 150 years of college football. Uh, you know, it's a, we don't have video. We don't have film of the first college football game between Princeton and Rutgers. Mm. Of, fittingly, you know, that's the beauty. You know, yeah. we play at Rutgers. It's like the birthplace of college football. It's like it's Piscataway, New Jersey. Yes. It's hilarious. But it's just amazing. And, again, I, you know, because the NFL has been heavy on the 100 years yep. of the NFL. And I was just like, 150 of college football. Okay. We can live with that. Well, it's because college football is like, what really – is the first because you mentioned you mentioned the, uh, the the Rutgers game. People were like people purists were like, what really is the first year of college football? Is that the whole, is that the first game? Is that the first season? Because NFL it's it's the first sort of season play of the National Football League. But I I, I don't care. I'm excited to uh, I'm excited for college football because there are juicy storylines. You know, Clemson, Clemson. For all the haters out there, um, what do they do? You know, Alabama and the SEC after all the bashing that Saban did during Media Day. Uh, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley with no Kyler Murray, no Baker Mayfield. So it is what it is. Uh, Palisades, Notre Dame. You know, Ian Book will he be will he be healthy? Yeah, <laughs> Ian Book. I think I think people do not give him a fair treatment as he deserves, but you're probably right. But that's that, that's me. Um, the only the only downside to college football is 
for the fans, fans of the show, fans of the show that know me, they know I'm a Colorado Buffalo fan. Uh, it will probably be a dismal year as they do have a first-year head coach in Mel Tucker, mm. but um, they're up against they, they're up against a very good uh, Pac-12 schedule in which they play Oregon. Who who the hell's the guy's name? Um, Justin uh, Herbert, right? Yes, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Terrific. Terrific uh, quarterback. On the Heisman watch. Yeah, and rightfully which, so. Which is fantastic because Oregon was sub- Absolutely. Oregon was subpar last year. Now hey! they're Heisman watch. So and the Buffs go into Austin this year, which they will get. They will lose. Um, we also love watching these flashbacks. Yes. Of these moronic fans of the bubonic plague watching Rory and Tiger. Um, which I have a rant. Which I have a rant for because we love NBC. Because because golf is is going to die in the next thirty years. Um, but <laughs> the buffs, thirty years. Yeah, the the buffs the buffs are are done. See you. Because uh, oh. Stephen Montez is still the quarterback. <laughs> Stephen, is he really? Yeah. He, he, so he's a senior. So he's around. Um, they, they they pissed away great uh, talent with Stephen the Stephen Lindsay, who is uh, NFL uh, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, uh, Pro Bowl running back for the Broncos. So he's gone. Sad. And um, they have. Uh, what the hell is the guy's name? The wide, wide, Grant, the good wide receiver. Uh, I don't even remember his name, but he's a senior, so they have one year of him, and it's just like, what, what's gonna happen in the squad? They got, they got, they got CSU next Saturday, they got next Friday, which I will not be sober for. Um, I first of all want to give an early shout out to my family. Um. The the political clan especially, we love the CU-CSU game, even though it has been one-sided for about 20 years of my life. Um, Colorado is going to win this year. Because really? Offensive, offensive, because the thing is, ever since Colorado entered the Pac-12, it's just been such leaps and bounds in terms of like offensive game plan that like CSU is not going to get into a shootout. So I'm I'm excited for college football. You know the bus they play they host Nebraska this year, which is late. I think late uh, you know the week after Labor Day. So I love it with CSU and Nebraska back to back. But they but they have a a very rough road ahead. You know they go I think they go at Oregon, at Washington State, at Arizona State. Herm Edwards in his second year, who knows what he's gonna do? <laughs> I think they go they host USC, but they go. Into Palo Alto with Stanford. So that's going to be a dumpster fire. Oh, God. Because David Shaw, he always has the troops ready. That's also late in the season, so Stanford will probably be in the mix. Um, It's not going to look good for Colorado. Unless they can do that 2016, where they just went nuts and and then made bowl game. But uh, other than that, college football starts next week. And no, college football's already started. College football, I'm sorry. College started. <laughs> it officially starts next week. Thank this, you. This nonsense game yesterday does not count. Yes. Um, what are, what are we most looking forward to with college football? 
Well, I think really the biggest storyline, and I Clemson, know, Clemson with the yeah, what well, Lawrence? You know, I know it's a cliche, and I know it's a cap out to say Clemson and Alabama, but the the sport is so ridden to the idea of Clemson and Alabama facing off, whether it's in the college football championship or just in the college football playoff semifinal. It's gone to the point where it's like it's Alabama, and amazingly it's Clemson, and then it's everybody else. Yeah. And that, I think, is, is again, and I admit it, it's a lazy storyline, but it's one of those things where the other powers have to prove themselves when Alabama is just able to just run roughshod through the league, through college football, and Clemson too, and God bless Dabo. That, to me, is really the big storyline. Does anybody have – because, you know, they got the two that, – that's your two Heisman favorites. Two uh, – however you pronounce his last name. Right? Tungabaloa. Yeah, and certainly I can't pronounce it when I am – well, I guess at the at this point, buzz, buzz flow and not drunk flow. So, yeah. we, so, my, so my mother could take solace in that. And then you got Trevor Lawrence, who's spectacular for Clemson. And it's just got beautiful hair, and you got to love that. But it's that's really that's again that's and that's and you know what I, I think it's improved for college football because for so many years it's like it's Alabama and it's everybody else. Now it's Alabama, it's Clemson, and then it's everybody else. And can anybody kind of break through the mold? We've had Clemson teams we fought. Okay, this Clemson team isn't as good. This Alabama team may be a little more vulnerable. They may lose the game early in the SEC play. And then they'll still just power through everybody and just run through the SEC and win that SEC championship. And Clemson will just have their way with the ACC, which is obviously inferior, at least until, like, Florida State gets their act together. And maybe if Miami can turn back the clock to, like, I don't know, 1985. Well, Florida, I'll answer both of you. Miami's a mess. Yes. Uh, for obvious reasons. Florida State will not be the same for another decade because Willie Tiger is a hack. Oh, come on. We saw they did last year. They lost by 30 to Syracuse in the This is a good Syracuse team. That's a good Syracuse team. But that was the game that that, that put (laughs) Syracuse allegedly on the map. That Syracuse team, by the way, went down to Death Valley, Clemson, (laughs) and almost won. Yes! This is fucking orange, man. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. And then backup quarterback came in. Yes. And then Babers had no idea how to counter it. And then Clemson won. Yes. Um, <laughs> Fear the Orange. Fear the yeah. yeah. So the, so they're playing the the, 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 the 14th. I'm trying I'm trying to scout we, tickets to that game. You gotta go. Live FR. I want to go. Uh, if I can find if I can find if I can find some someone to go with me. Yes. So I'm not just a degenerate. The problem is it's a seven 7.30 kickoff. Oh. Depending on how the season goes, because if the Qs are rained, game day could possibly be there. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Um, the Qs. Because they have allegedly upset Florida State last year. Hey. They did. I mean, there's no way they're going to be Clemson, but. They could. But, you know. Dino Babers. Yes, in that the, dude is an American treasure. In the dome? Yes. 
Anything's possible. Of course. Well, I'm excited for college football. What do you, what do you, what do you make of the uh, the other teams? We mentioned we mentioned, Cle- mentioned Clemson. Mm-hmm. We mentioned uh, Bama. Bama. Florida, Bama, sure. Florida Georgia Wine. <laughs> what, what, what do you make of the other ones? You know, we, we mentioned Oregon in the hunt for um, Heisman hopeful. Lincoln Riley without a stud. Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. Well, you know, that's a, that's the amazing thing about, oh, we love this uh, Jennifer Garner uh, action. We love she's Jennifer Garner. She's a great woman. She is alias. <laughs> she is. She and is. people pretend to like, like want to forget about that. God, alias. Uh, you know, I never got into Alias, but like Alias never really watched it. Was a BFD to use a uh, professional term. But you mentioned the Pac-12. You mentioned Justin Herbert, Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, the Pac-12 has been on just been such a mess for multiple years now. Yep. They could really use a big season from Herbert, uh, a strong Heisman campaign, big season for the Oregon Ducks and our boy Mario Cristobal. Yeah. But, you know, you mentioned or, uh, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, you know, Jalen Hurts. That's another fascinating case. You know, Oregon, or, I keep calling him Oregon. Oklahoma, they've been able to kind of churn out quarterbacks now. Mm. They had back-to-back number one overall selections. Heisman winners. That's right. Baker Mayfield. Undeservingly Heisman winners. Okay. Uh, 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 Murray. And then... It, that's the thing. They've become such a almost like a the new quarterback you, mm. where they're just guys can go there. They only have to start for a year, and they're already in Heisman contention because of how our boy uh, Lincoln Riley runs his offense. Well, their offensive lines are just are studly and then, spectacular, and the defense is always great. Because absolutely, who else? Well, where else are you going to go in the Big Twelve? Absolutely, and that's also the thing with the Big Twelve. You can go to Big 12, and you know you're going to put up offense. And, you know, there's the exception of a number of schools. Everybody's kind of playing wide open, throwing the ball left and right, all all wide open, all American, uh, what have you. So that's going to be fascinating to watch as well, the Big 12. And I'm very intrigued. You know, this Georgia team, for multiple years now, Georgia has been the team – and now under our boy, their head coach, uh, the former defensive coordinator, at under Nick Saban at Alabama, you know the Bulldogs have gotten so close. They've got to be smart. That's right. They got to the precipice. And, and I forgot his name. And I was gonna try to you know be like you know what I know his name, but I'm not gonna <laughs> say it. They gotten so that, close to taking out Alabama multiple times. Yeah. And Kirby Smart's done a hell of a job just building up that program because on their our board, Mark Rick, they were always really good. In a couple mm. years, they were tremendous when they had no Sean Moreno and Matt Stafford and, you know, go on. And A.J. Green. A.J. Green. Yeah. Jarvis Jones. Chubb. Nick Chubb. You know, they push through running backs. I mean, like, it's crazy. But now they they're like they've made themselves into a legitimate title contender, but they got to get through you know Alabama, right? And that's going to be fascinating to see if they can do that again because I think everybody in college football is kind of you know like all right Florida's going to be excuse me Alabama's going to be in the playoff and Clemson's going to be in the playoff and we're really only playing for two spots and Georgia can be like uh yeah uh I don't think so they got to get through us folks. 
and uh, I don't know if they play this year in the regular season. Very good chance they could play in Atlanta in the SEC championship game on CBS in December, and we love that. Does that make you sad, though, that the fact that, like, half the playoff has already been, like, allegedly predicted? Well, that's also the beauty of college football because we say that now, and it's very possible that somebody could have set Alabama, somebody could have set Clemson, and it could be one of those losses where, you know, they're not – they're not to the mix now. They lost, you know, Clemson lost to North Carolina State. Like, what's up with that, folks? You know? Yeah. Or what have you. And that is also the beauty of college football. Because the NFL, a lot of times, you got to know going into the season, these teams are going to be power out. You know, the Patriots, you know, every year, yeah. as long as Brady's healthy and, like, Belichick is breathing, <laughs> they're going to be in the mix. They're going to win that division because that division is trash. It still is. Exactly. So, but that's also the beauty of college football because you know at some point you're going to get those upsets. And in so many, in recent years, we have so many just crazy weeks and all kinds of crazy stuff. That's kind of the beauty of college football where you have so many games where it's like, uh, I don't know if you're watching, but Ole Miss has Alabama on the ropes right now. You better turn on ESPN, you know. That's really the beauty of games. A college football, and that's why we love it. And it's one of those things, that even where Alabama can end up winning by like three touchdowns because it's just going like a 28-0 run. But that's, again, the beauty of, of that game. Well, I love it. I love it. Especially the SEC games. You always get like the, like the Florida LSU game. Mm-hmm. Random CBS game. Not, they're both unranked, but yeah. it's like this game is going to have major implications down the road. Absolutely. And it always ends a complete dumpster fire, and we love it. Especially my boy Brad and that's on the call. <laughs> yeah, Gary Danielson, they're back. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for college football. Pure, authentic play. Mm. Uh, and we love. Just we love we love the dumpster fires of the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve, and the SEC, and we lo- we love the random teams in the mix of the CUSA, the uh, the American Athletic. So who the hell knows? Oh man, what else do we do? <laughs> what the. That's the beauty of the Abrampi show. Yeah, we, we, just, <laughs> we run out of ideas. There's no NBA talk. Um, shout out to your boy. Shout, shout out to Judge. My age, he's 92, baby. We will support the 92s. Uh, Andrew Luck is retiring. Yep. If uh, if you missed that, check the podcast out on iTunes. You go to issues.com, the social pipes. Blogsradio.com, slash fanatic radio. Get our thoughts on Luck, on why he's smart for leaving the NFL because he's not a hack that thinks his life lives and dies by that football. Um, that is, yes, the indirect shot for all the uneducated fucks out there that play in the NFL. Um, I went to school four years, so I am immediately better than about 90% of the players in the NFL. I remember watching Luck in college with Jim Harbaugh winning the, uh, the Orange Bowl. Against a mediocre Virginia Tech. Tyrod Taylor led Virginia Tech. Frank Beamer led Virginia Tech. <laughs> and uh, rumors were that this guy, because they, they, they drummed Robotech. Yes. And I think they had to have been, because what was luck? 
I don't remember when Luck was picked. 2014? But they they were not the best Pac-12 team. I think it was like, I think Oregon was, not, not, not Mariota. I mean, maybe that was the Mariota team that played, that was the Mariota team that played Scam Newton in the national championship game in Glendale. But, uh, Lux team, I loved watching that, uh, that, that Stanford team because I loved the beef between Harbaugh and Pete Carroll. Which is great because that rivalry came out of nowhere. Yes. And we love those who hate those who hate. Yes. And especially us as outsiders, we love to hype those who hate. That's right. And so it was fantastic <laughs> to watch. Of course. Because and then they fo- then it followed in the uh, the NFL when when uh. P. Carroll was playing against Harbaugh when he was in San Francisco. That's but, right. And we, because we love we love just that, you know, string of just nonsense. Yep. Like, luck in college, very good damage. Shout out to RG. Shout out to RG three. By the way, <laughs> look at that. The fact that they're giving him, the they are giving him airtime. Yo, know, I don't even know the context, but I don't know where you. Uh, it's, it's all these clowns commenting on Luck's retirement. Like, and like, I'm gonna listen to what Josh Norman has to say. Josh Norman is a great man. Wasn't he the man that went to Pamplona, yeah. jumped over the bowl, <laughs> Dan Snyder, owner of the year? Yes. Wasn't Josh Norman? Wasn't he also doing like that? I'm gonna do games on Fox and play the next. Yeah, game? he's gonna no, he's gonna be like contributing to the like eleven eleven a.m. Not the big pregame show, but the pre pregame show. Oh god! And he did do that. And then the one week when they were off, he was like out there. Yeah. Look at this. He's up there. Most pass touchdowns through eighty. Weird number. Eighty six career games. Well, guy, uh, that's how many games Luck played. He's fourth all time behind your boy Favre. Third all time. He's ahead of Favre. Like fourteen. Oh shit! No, he's, we got we got Dan Marino. Yeah. The, the Colts are in thirty seconds by some scrub in a small box. Yeah, who the hell is this guy? This guy. I don't know. This guy's a goomba. Mike Wells. He ain't well, but. I work with a guy with Mike Wells, and that dude is a fucking legend. But, I mean, it's crazy. You know, that's ultimately, that's the really sad thing about the whole Andrew Luck thing is because this guy, when he played, was so good. And, this, and he, you know, coming was, out of Santa, top pick. Yes. And, you know, he played for a lot of just atrocious offensive line. A lot yes. of times, not a lot of running game support as well. But this guy was... This guy is one of those cases where he took, he took beatings his early part exactly. of his Exactly. And he came in from the only good receiver he ever had. That's correct. And he came in as a franchise transition because Peyton left that offseason. Yep. Everyone's like, they got to take luck. And Luck was so good when he played, it's going to be one of those, if we never see Luck again, it's going to be one of those cases where injuries are just such a, just such a brutal bitch. Mm. And it's the case where what, it's one of those things where what could have been, what should have been. Because you see the numbers, you see the performance when Luck played 
And even last year, he was spectacular for that Colts team. Came back, and that team was really good and fun to watch. But they made the playoffs. That's right. And Frank Reich did a hell of a job. Yep. And and now Luck. I, I think they had like two guys. two guys in their offensive line, like all pro players. Yes, they when when you know when they finally realized, hey, we need to use these high picks and we need to invest in our offensive line. Yep. And you see what happens. You know, I don't care who your quarterback is. We saw this in the Miami Florida State game last night. Miami's quarterback is not terrible. No. But when they, you know, they're getting blitzkrieged at every at every snap, and their offensive line is just getting filleted. Yeah. You can't do anything in this in in, in football in the, in this country, frankly. Well, Florida, you said one play, Florida rushed three instead of the sack. Yes, that like at the end of the game, they yeah. got it was like fourth and whatever. Yeah. That was like their like tenth sack of the game. And when you can press, you know, you block, you know, send three pass rushers. Yeah. But and that's really the sad thing. I would love to see Andrew Luck if you know his health improves in the year off. And that's it's just that's the thing that's just such a shame because Andrew Luck is so good, and was one of those guys where this guy could have been an all-time great. Could was on his pace, I think, to make the Hall of Fame, and. Because again, you get some of these douchebag fans like, oh yeah, you know, you should toughen it out. Like, you, you try playing football mm. with chronic neck injuries and and like you know ACL tears. It's like, let's see you tough guy. Let's see you hold a job. Period. Well, then they boo him, and I'm yeah, like, that God, is disgusting. I do that. And you know, they tell me people in the Midwest are supposed to be nice. It's like, no, I'm gonna show them this tape. It's like, you <laughs> morons don't know shit. Who, who's telling you people in the Midwest are nice? That's it. That's always the thing. Like, Midwest nice. You know, Minnesota nice. Like, uh, whenever I expect yeah, to the Midwest, yeah. people are cool and people are super friendly. And even, like, you know, I remember going to a Packer game, my first Packer game, in Lambeau Field. We rolled in a shuttle with Bears fans. Yeah. Biggest rival possible. And they were cool. And yeah. everyone was, like, friendly and shit. And then you get these degenerates, and they are degenerates, and they should, you know, burn in hell. Because people are like, you know, we're going to boo Andrew Locke. It's like, what the hell yeah, do you do? I'm going to go to your job and boo <laughs> you to hell, you scumbag. That's bullshit. Pardon my friend. But that was, you know, when I saw that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That is appalling. That yeah, is appalling. It's sad because he, when he helped me, he was a great quarterback. Oh, man. And it's like you can't control injuries. That's the thing. It's not like he had a contract. It's not like it's one of those things that's, you know, I saw people, oh, clearly he doesn't love football. It's like, no. He hates his team. This dude, like, has a tremendous amount of injuries. Yeah. You know, and he's Uh, just like, listen, you know what? Because even if he played for another 10 years, that would get him to 39. Yeah. And you got a long way to go, pal. Yeah. Until you croak. Well, when when's the, when's the last time you saw an athlete just get kiboshed by like circumstances like that? I honestly I cannot remember something like that. Like first off, anything like the luck retirement because like the, the Calvin Johnson retirement was surprising. Yeah. But Calvin Johnson was already thirty, right? And and clearly he had the the issues, and there and there were rumblings through some contract issues. He kind of heard something was going to go on. Mm-hmm. 
something like this, and then somebody like that, like the fans, like, you know, people could point to, you know, when Brett Favre returned to Green Bay. Okay. First off, he didn't return to Green Bay until he was a member of the Vikings, a divisional <laughs> rival, which was clearly probably the team he wanted to go to altogether. Because he went to that team, had one of the the greatest seasons of his career, nearly won MVP. He was yeah. amazing that first year in Minnesota. And that team that probably should have went to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't for, like, you know, that bounty gate and all that crap. And yeah. then uh, if, if Adrian Peterson could, could hold on to the football, mm. uh, which he couldn't, and that NFC Championship game, which was completely out of control. And then Favre threw the horrible pick right before the end of regulation. But it's one of those things to where, yeah. like, yeah, you know what? These guys booed Favre. But first off, they booed Favre when he came back. First off, everybody was tired of the retirement stuff because Favre was always like, oh, yeah, I'm going to retire. Yeah. And then he wouldn't. And then eventually the Packers, and, I, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, they got to bring Favre back. And I was like, listen, you got to move on. I have faith in this guy, this quarterback from Cal, Aaron Rodgers. And, again, nobody, I think, saw what Aaron Rodgers was to be. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, of course we're going to boot far because he got screwed everybody. He comes back as a defense, like a hated rival. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? When Favre came back and they retired, everybody loved him. Yep. Because Favre, that was the comeback. Although my father will say the quarterback before that, Don Mikowski, uh the Magic Man, because that's when they kind of became relevant. But Favre brought him back to the glory that they hadn't had in, in two and a half <laughs> decades. Yeah. But I don't recall anything like this. Yeah, and that's a long roundabout way to kind of make that story about my beloved Green Bay Packers. But still, I don't recall anything like that. Well, I'm trying to think. The last person who like retired, and then just like everyone proceeded just chastise and bash. And we love we love how you know American sports people are so led eye and and so yes. Laser focused on the now. Yes. That how dare someone step out and see perspective? Yes. They are merely enemies of the state, and we hate those people. Yeah, absolutely. Because they are not realists. We are realists. Not. We are graduates of the American University. Damn straight, the American. Yes, the American. Yeah, all I have to is try to copyright the, and they get burned in hell. Yeah, because nothing, nothing good ever came out of Ohio State. That's right. Woody Hayes punched a guy. <laughs> he got fired. Jim Trestle is a crook. Maurice Corrette was... Maurice Corrette was sipping on the lean. Yeah. Earl Pryor legally stole Gucci hats. But we do love Gucci. Uh, we do love Gucci. Uh, I got some colleagues that will wear the Gucci belt, and we love that. Who else? Um, Thad Mata was a legal recruiting <laughs> crook. Bad Urban Meyer 
They had the speed. They had the spread option. And Ohio State just had nothing for it. Chris Smith was atrocious in that game. I yeah. remember that. And that was a Fox-BCS game. Yeah. I think with your boy Tom Brenneman on the call. Yes. I remember that shit. We need Fox back in the mix. <laughs> they Fox can... is in the mix. Well, they are. Not for uh, the, bowl, the, the big bowl games. That's true. They oh, have... I, I watched I watched highlights the other day of um, Utah against Alabama. That great Sugar Bowl. Yes. Oh, I Urban remember Meyer. that game. Um, cannot name you a single player off that Utah team. I don't think any of those. That was the Alex Smith Utah team. No, because he won. Because he, they, they, that was when they beat like Pittsburgh. When Pittsburgh won the Big East, it was like seven and five, and they lost about I think thirty-five to seven when Urban Meyer was coaching at Utah. And that team was, and that was with Alex Smith. Yep. Which was that team was awesome. We out, that, the year after Alex Smith became number one pick. That's right. Which everyone was like. And that was the draft when Aaron Rodgers fell to twenty five and yeah. fell to the Packers. When I was at that NFL draft, damn it. Yeah, boy. When, when and as, as we as we get as we get calmed down, let's take a quick break. We'll come yeah, back. We do need to calm down. We'll come. We'll come back. We're not ready. More out of this. Fanatic Radio. Totes, malotes, dog. It's the reason you wake up on game day and put on your team's colors. Fanatic Radio on Love Talk Radio. Millions of businesses count on Fiverr every day to get things done faster, better, and on budget. Fiverr.com is the world's largest marketplace for the professional and creative services you need to give your business a boost. Best of all, every service on Fiverr starts at just $5. Go to Fiverr.com now and discover how easy it is to find the exact service you need at the price you want. No bidding, no membership fees. Just browse, buy, done. Sign up today for free at Fiverr.com. You know what ought to happen to them? No. They ought to be stabbed by cocktail forks. It's the reason you wake up on game day and put on your team's colors. Fanatic Radio on... Blog Talk Radio. And we're back here on Fanatic Radio. I'm going to Ben Florence. We are on the Millennial Show. Mm. And it's our 300th episode. We... Shutting us down. Um, yeah, that's, that's all we can do. Uh, I remember when we got canceled by AU Radio. You remember that? Yeah. What, what, I was a fresh. I was a freshman in what, college. What, whatever the uh, the affiliation was, that was disgraceful. That was bad. Um, yeah. What the hell are they doing? Nothing. That's right. Nothing. Damn straight. They ain't watching the best of the WNBA. <laughs> I like the WNBA. Brittany Griner, she's that, back. Yeah, she's it's a legend. Militant. On the well, I love that we don't even have like actual highlights, so we have this like kind of like. Just I was like, what is like NBA TV? <laughs> Not even NBA. This is like some like dot com kind of crap. Well, this, this is like it's atrocious. Like, what is it, that? It's like the. It's yeah. like a local feed, but they they're they're cropping the picture to not see. So like, like yeah, yeah, or like some like local broadcast. 
But here we get like Sportsnet uh, LA with the Sparks action. Over the way? Look at that. Oh, man. Beat the buzzer. Oh. the coach style. Hey. Beautiful. But that the, was a complete foul under the basket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, listen, anything that knocks a son out of the top seed. I know. Deladonna. Oh, my God. She is. I, I, I've seen her in action, and she is awesome. Yes. I like cry watching her play. Yes, beautiful. I had the great chance to meet beautiful her. Beautiful player, because uh, she was like the best player on Team USA for the Rio Olympics. I remember when she was like a. Look at her up her goddamn three. What? I remember when she was like an elite recruit for UConn. Yes, and she quit. And it was like, I'm going to play volleyball at Delaware. And like, where's she, where's she from? Because I think it was because her sister is special needs or, or one of her siblings is special needs. Yeah. And then eventually, and like, family, a couple years issues. later, she came back to basketball and was like the stud for mm. Delaware of all. I mean, we love the Blue Hens, but I mean, come on. And she's like the queen of the mid-majors. Yes. And then she was killing it in the WNBA. And the Mystics were like, yeah, we'll trade our top pick for her. Yeah. And then now she's killing it for the Mystics. They're the best team in D.C. Well, people, when, uh, when, when she, like, did well, people were, like, amazed. Like, where did she come from? I was like, you know, she was, like, highly recruited out of college. It's just like. You know, you, I wish in life that you were so talented at a sport where she was like, I'm going to try volleyball. And then. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get back into basketball. Yeah. And then it becomes a star again. Yeah. No, no. The queen. Like, good God. Can we, we, we all She's feel, awesome. Yeah, we will officially anoint her the queen of FNAC Radio. Friend of the show. Permanent, a, a permanent friend of the show. Yeah. Elena uh, Deladon. Better than Sue Bird. <laughs> we do love Sue Bird, though. Better than Sue Bird, who turned gay, courtesy of Megan Rapino. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, we do love Rapino. Do we, though? Yeah, I do. I don't. Come on. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, it's, a, it's a 300th episode. We have, to, we have to talk about what the hell has happened since we started this show. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually something that's... Oh, no, that's going to get us going. Well, it's, it's something we haven't talked about. Yeah, we, we've made it to 300 episodes. Yes. Um, Somehow. By the grace of God. Yeah, if, if I can actually... And shout out to Blog Talk Radio. Who's managed to uh, keep us alive? That's right. Above above water. <laughs> uh, one thing we never talked about was um, like like what like what the hell we did over the summer. Because we we had several episodes. This, 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 what this summer? Yeah, just like anything else that happened. <laughs> and like and like since since, since like three hundred episodes, what has been, what has been the most like bizarre thing that has happened? Well, I think a lot of the people don't realize that you and I are both, you know, professionals and really, truly, star, right, not even rising stars, stars in a, you know, respective professions. And it's like, it's hard for us to, you know, sometimes pull, get a night together and just put the show together, you know, to give the people what they want. Because we get half-assed the show. Yeah. And who's going to want that, you know? No one. I mean, it's crazy. Let me see. So, so 300 episodes. Oh, my God. We've done this show since... 300 wins, really. Yeah, which is less than Coach K. <laughs> <laughs> a 
A lot less. Less than Beheim. Less than Calipari. Well, probably, I think, less than Fad Mata. Uh, but, but more than John Passner. You know, I actually saw something the other day. Yes. And, um, so we, we love 30 for 30, 30. Yeah, of course. But I hate ever since Bill Simmons left that ESPN has called it 30 for 30. Because my thing is, with those two numbers, it is it was, origi- it was originally the 30 filmmakers with the 30 documentaries. Yes. For the 30 years of ESPN. Yes. Um, I hate that they just link any sort of ESPN documentary as a 30 for 30, which it's not. It's just ESPN. It's an ESPN original. It's an ESPN documentary. Why does ESPN have to attach to 30 for 30 and just ruin the name with it? And they're making some god awful documentaries. Like the, like the, with the, they had one recently about this, this, this nobody that played with, St. John's, that's from New York, it's from the Bronx. He played like five games in the NBA. Yeah. Dominican Dream is what it was called. Yes. Awful documentary. Didn't see it. Yeah, complete, complete, uh, not, a uh, complete political twist because yes, because ESPN's owned by Disney, who hate, who, uh, who hates, pres- who actually hates the Trump administration. Everything circles back to that. Oh, does it really have to? Yeah, because I watched it and I was like, all right, there's clearly an, an agenda with this. Okay. Because uh, I, I only watched uh, I only watched it because our boy Fran Fischel was featured in it. We do love Fran. Because he was coach um, at St. John's when this guy was playing. Um, another awful documentary I watched was there was uh, a bit about <laughs> the, uh, the hot dog eating contest. What's wrong with that? With Joey Chestnut and, uh, and Kobayashi. Which, we love Joey Chestnut. But it, so it was a great premise. Poorly produced. Poorly made. So that's when I was like, all right, they're just doing things to fill slots in a calendar year. True. And pumping it out. Yes. Um, so it was bad. But um, I totally forgot what – I totally forgot what I was going with this. Because there was a doc, there was a documentary that I had. Shout out to Hubei, by the way. Oh my God, I you know what Houston a couple of years ago knocked out the Yankees in the ALCS, but Altuve, dude is five six and he's so much fun to watch. We love Houston. Uh, Great town, arguably the best town in the state of Texas. Yeah, they party hard. <laughs> I need to enjoy that. Look at that! State Fair! Jonathan and Shoop. Great man. We love Target Field. We do. Target, hell of a store. Friend of the show. Better than Walmart. Oh! Whoa! Look at that. Shout out to the no name. Hey now. That we will not remember. Hey, you, you hate. Why do you hate on Walmart? Walmart? We gotta go to Walmart. It's just down the road, pal. Who's this guy? I don't know who that is. Who's that? Okay, here we go. This, uh, is, this is what we're covering. Right, we're Danny Almonte when you need it. Okay, this is your we'll, in the commentary. Do we need Do we need the Little League World Series? You know, yes, I think we do. Oh, Messina? I love Mike Messina. It took way too long to end the Baseball World Series. Little League World Series is fantastic. I think it's great. 
And I think it's disgusting when you got cheating and all kinds of shit. But like, who can you who can forget? You remember when Monet Davis? How many years ago was that? When she was the rock star. Yeah, she was. She didn't age well, did she? Well, I I honestly do not know what happened to her, but that moment was awesome. That was great. I love that. Literally, World Series is tremendous. Homegirl. My my thing with that is like, we we always we always talk about people needing to pump the brakes. Yes. Um, Monet Davis, we needed to pump the brakes. Oh come on. Because she's not the first person to do. First of all, they, they they didn't win. I think it's like you have to run the table to win. God, Otherwise, Louisiana, Louisiana Club. Hey, Jesus. First of all, what did Karis out? My thing is, why do they let international teams compete? Why not? But why? International team plays baseball. Yes, but. Who loses baseball more than like the Dominican they Republic? They lost eight to Japan. Look, look at this. Well, they they got the eight zero and they're celebrating like kid lost his glove. Come on now, get get your glove. Well, you know what I love is that like it's like the best of the state. It's like really not even. A but it makes me mad because the international teams they do not have to go through the qualifying or the gauntlet to get to where they are. Sure. But you have the U.S. teams. they got to go through this rigorous, well, I mean, ball-busting it's a, tournament. It's our sport, though. But so that's why it should be just the U.S. Like, we should never allow international teams. I mean, what do you do, this Trump America first? No, this, I've been with this ever since. I think I think because one year, like, an international team won. What's wrong with and that? They, and they were like, they're a Little League World Series champs. And I was like, when, when we invented the Little League World Series... <laughs> Rich. 
But then they're always like, oh, Justin Thomas is the future. But nowadays, everyone's on the speed train. But now everyone's like, oh, um, who was the guy that won the the British Open? Oh, um. Like some 23-year-old Irish guy. Yes. And they're like, oh, he's this new ushered wave of of golf. Yes. So like immediately, Dustin Thomas and Dustin, or what was his name? Dustin Johnson. Uh, but the, yeah, the guy that who is the guy who won the U.S. Open? This guy is just killing golf. Oh, Kepka. Yeah, Bruce Kepka. My true. boy Kepka. Taking taking golf. We got him. Taking him up the you know. Well, he's great. But then but then you got the uh, Johnson. You got Johnson. Spieth, who were running golf, or now Roy McIlroy just won the Tour Championship. Well, so the thing is, they're all losers. Yeah, they're all losers now. Ah, come on. And then it's like, oh, what do we do now? And then he has the World Series. Where's up to McIlroy though? Everyone hates him, and he comes out wins big money. Is golf still alive and well in this country? Yeah, absolutely. You know, golf is gonna be okay. I mean. That's the thing. I love Brooks Kepka, by the way. Brooks Kepka is great because Bill Simmons talks about, like, he's just all about winning the majors. And yes. Like, and we love that. We Brooks love Kepka. the one and done. That are, Absolutely. Put, a, put a middle finger to society yeah, and then win. Just come out and when it counts, yes. they, they crush it. Apparently, I've heard stories that he like, doesn't practice. I've heard that, too. He just rolls up and he's like, I'm going to win. And we salute for that. You know, I wish in my my field, I wish in our field, we didn't have to like you know like try work hard for our job. We need to save ourselves for the big moments. Just come out and just kick ass and take everybody's name. I mean, as much as I try to do that, I cannot do that. I try to do that. Hand on heart, I cannot. The problem is where I work is that it's so competitive. (laughs) If I try to do that, like people will be slitting my throat and then I just get fired. But that's not good. Which we don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't don't want that. Why are they slitting your throat? Because it's competitive. Listen, there are so many people that would love to take my spot. I'd be like, like I'll, put their, I'll put their off like GW in Maryland. Friend. Of course. I'd be like, fuck you, Flo. I can do your job. Just throw me off the, you know, yeah. uh, you know, uh, through the Roosevelt Bridge. But, yeah, such is life. But anyways, uh, golf dying in this country? I don't see it because it's one of those things to where, yes, you know what? When Tiger eventually retires, because really there's a huge Tiger effect. Yep. As we know, when Tiger is in the mix, ratings are way up. He just has that effect. Yeah. But I reject the notion of, like, oh, you know, when Tiger goes, like, golf's going to just, golf's going to die. Like, I don't accept that. Golf has a, a core audience. And it mm-hmm. may not be a huge core, but there's a core audience that love golf that watch it no matter what. Well, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know? It's amazing with McElroy. How he loses majors as a complete hack, a complete degenerate. Right. <laughs> well, yet when he wins, right. when he wins the, the it was the Coke Open or whatever, a tour championship. He won today. He won the FedEx Cup. You know, everyone's going nuts. You know, throwing bras at him and Let's see. God knows what happens. It's fantastic. Because yeah, it is fantastic. We love Rory and we love Peyton Manning. And we love, and we love, God knows what Peyton Manning's doing with this. 
I don't know. He's got some ESPN Plus action, but uh, that's the Brady the Moss that broke the record. I remember that game. Makes you really sad. Oh, look at that! Look at that! The juice is loose. Oh, hey now! Hey, oh, face mask. With a uh, no penalty. OJ Simpson. You can find him on Twitter. Up to no good. That's right. Peyton Manning, man. Because that was the game OJ rushed for oh, LT. I think he was the first guy to rush for 2,000 yards, right? Yeah, that was the game. And that was in like a 14-game season. And that was when LaDan Thomason broke the uh, single-season touchdown record. You know, I love LaDan. Watching that, those are the days we had the Sunday ticket, and I would love to just turn on these like these random Charger games. Because LaDan Thomason was so good and so much fun to watch. So he was a Texas boy. That's right, TCU. Yep. There's no, when, when you go to TCU, there is a giant mural in like their, oh, what's called the uh, student center, the area that looks overlooks the football stadium. And I remember I went on a college visit there because that was one of the places that your boy was going to actually go to college because they had a pretty good, you know, shout out to the Boston Chiefs for Journalism program. That's right. And we love Bob Schieffer. We do love him. A great man. I still, met him still once. alive, hopefully? Um, he is. Thank God. I met him once. Unbelievable guy. Yes. Tremendous. Um, in the, fi- the final stage of the tour, which the athletic facilities. And there was a mural of this guy, you know, you know breaking a tackle run for a touchdown. And I said to my mom, that's what they didn't tell him. And how I know that is when I played a uh, video game, uh, I think it was like NCAA 2005, for the opening bit, they had uh, footage from like old school champ- old school games or whatnot. This is like Herschel Walker and whatnot and Barry Sanders. <laughs> but then um, there was, was a guy in a purple jersey. And there's LT. And I was like, I know who that is because I knew who Dan Thompson was. But yeah, my thing is, thumbs down to the League World Series because it is a joke. No one other than, oh, what the hell is his name? I don't know. But other than other than this assumed player that, Andrew Jones, yeah, other than him, <laughs> no one from Carousel plays in the MLB. So my thing with that is, we we need to just By the if the international countries want to compete, they have their own tournament. Do not have affiliation with our kids. Ah. And there we go. And there's Dexter Fowler. They're gonna fool themselves, getting called up. That's what happens when you leave the Cubs. It's definitely been worth ever since you left the Cubs. By the way, and it's huge on match. Yeah. Della Donna also had a double-double. We love her. That. Love, hey. Love her. We love her. She's, uh, she's I, need to go to more, I need to go to more uh, Mystics games. Yeah. Go down to the Southeast. The official, the, official, the official queen of Fanatic Radio. That's right. <laughs> and Lana Della Donna. Get her on. Hey. Gotta get my credentials. Look at that. That's Schwarber. That's a first. How about that? Look at that. Look at slide oh, job. Where, where's that been last Slide time? job. Where's that slide been? Slide job. Where's that in the last three months? Oh, that's a great question. Look at this. Oh, look at that. Oh, hey now, as we uh, live commentate your sports center top ten. Hey, look at that. The Mets. That's the Bostocks. We'll lose the Bostocks. 
Yeah, it was a red side. Uh, LS action? That was a D1. Shows what I PSG and yeah. Toulouse? Hey. They love, love it. Oh! Oh, flop. Soldier Boy, tell him. Flop, flop at the toe poke off the post. Hey, and off the post! Oh, that's number one. Oh, golf. Speaking of the devil, it's a dying sport. An American hero. Xander Shuffley. Oh, please get Wait, in. Man. Get in there. Well, you know what's going to go. Yeah. In! Yeah. Yeah. Oh! Xander! Yes, because we know what. Run, tell that, bitch. Oh, wait, what is this? The robot. That's because we're about to be 40 years of ESPN. Oh, the ESPN. The problem with that is. Uh, they show Chloe Cam, which is like, why? We just show, like, just like the best of, like, first take. Tiger, Giannis, and Saban. Stephen A. Smith, that's all we care about. Three, three clips of Scott Van Pelt. We love Stephen A. Smith. SAS for president. Sports Center. Bitch. 40 years! How about that? Is, is, 40, years, that? is 40 years worthy of a song? Yes! Where were you 40 years ago? Nowhere. That's right. Bingo. But they celebrated 25. Yeah, well, yeah, that was 15 years ago. 40 years ain't. Do they wait till 50, though, or is 42? Well, you can do something from 40, but then 50 is the BFD. Mm. Look at these guys. Kenny Mayne and John Anderson. They, these guys are killing it. Are you surprised that Kenny Mayne is still around? They're taking the highlights to Pound Town. Are you, are you surprised that Kenny Mayne is still around? I am not, because there are a lot of years where it's like, where the hell has Kenny Mayne been? Well, my thing is, like, I thought he went off in the in the distance. Into the mystic. So, obviously not Kenny Mayne is still around. Yes. What are your thought, thoughts on, uh, on Watkins as, as a... Uh, like, as a town or as a track or... As, as, your, as your, uh, your, 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 uh, your visit. It's a fun little town. It's a nifty little town. There's a little bit more going on in terms of a town that I would have expected. But that's coming here during the season, during the summer, in August. It obviously would be different if I came here like three months from now, mm-hmm. and that. But I, I, you know what? I enjoy it. It's definitely a change of pace from what I'm used to. Uh, there's, you know, tremendous action. Not even that far from you. You know, we, you know, an hour and a half to the the, the great New York State Fair. Uh, we're we're close to Ithaca. We're close to Corning, which is a groovy little town. There's stuff to go on here, but there's other stuff going on elsewhere to where it's kind of a a, a funky little uh, uh, nick of the country, if you will. So I enjoyed it. And of course, anytime we could do, A, a live fanatic radio, yeah, and B, just like hang around. It's just fantastic. Yeah, we're around. Um, shout out to you against 84 wins, by the way. Going into tonight, so 85. Which is great. I also love how um, with these nonsense uniforms. Yeah, I don't get it. And everyone, it was in like every game. And I and like one team was in all white, the other team was all black. And I was like, why? I hate that. Because well, it's like, well, hey, let's just sell more shit. It's like, no, how about we don't sell more shit? Now that Major League Baseball can take the money and shove it up there, you know. 
When, 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 when the sun said, don't shine. When Blake Kershaw's jersey just said curse the back. I was like, I I don't think that's his nickname. Yeah, and you and you he went to your high school, right? Prattalon. That's right. Him and Big Matt Stafford, the big dog. So I'm like, is, I was like, oh, okay, I don't even think he had a nickname. But um, that's awesome. I hope it went for you tonight. And look at this. Good boy. Long fly ball, the deep right center. Nobody's going to get it. Home run. All right for the Judge. Oh, my God. That and then back, back of his jersey is like BDJ. I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. Because his name, his name is Aaron. There's no B in his name. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't explain it, Michael. I'm sorry. Do we go as Judge goes? Well, we love that guy. Not only because he's just a, a hoss, and he's like, what? Like, six feet, like, nine, or whatever he is. Six, seven. The dude is just a monster. What, what's and up? if he's healthy, I mean, the good dude is just a force. What's, up, what's, what's up with your boy, uh, G.D. Gregarious? Listen, I'm clearly not a good enough fan. I do not know. Uh, but, but we love Gregorious. A tremendous hitter. A great guy. Uh, the keystone position at the shortstop. <laughs> we hope he comes back. He's a, he's from Curacao. Is he really? Yeah, he's from he's from the country that produced a god awful little league team. The the runner ups in the little league baseball world series tournament. Yeah, because my thing is whatever happened to U.S. versus U.S. as my boy getting roasted. I don't know if we ever had a U.S. versus U.S. But isn't that the whole point? Like, we have just, like, individual states, and we're going to take out, like, entire countries. Well, that's my thing. Like, Louisiana. Like, what's up with that? What the hell's going on in Louisiana? When's the last good baseball player in Louisiana? I don't know. Exactly. So, but my thing is, so give, give us some we, cases. We got, we got to get the international, te- the international teams out. Why? Because well, there are so many of the U.S. teams in this bracket. It'd be like at the NCAA tournament. Was just U.S. teams. It is U.S. Teams. And then, yeah, I think international is only like an eight-team tournament. Uh, yeah, but that's okay. But then you you have like a 64-field tournament that you know grinds it out, and then all of a sudden plays the winner of an eight-team tournament. I would I would enjoy it. It's a mess. So I am actually happy that this little team from Louisiana. You got Berg, you got Bregman, which. Is, is no 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 means whatsoever. Yeah yeah I don't know. Uh, then you got Drew Brees coming up. There he is. Only because he lives in Louisiana by virtue of his NFL clone. But Drew Brees is a stink. He's a good man. Before, the kind of man you want to you know own a farm with. Look at this. Oh my finger and everything. Uh, he's a winner. He is he is the king of New Orleans. He's a good man. Yes. And I am happy. My thing also is, so this Louisiana team, they're playing carousel. Why are they wearing jerseys that say Southwest? Shouldn't they be wearing jerseys that say United States? Because they're facing some fake territory of the Netherlands. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, Look at this kid. He can't even throw it right. It's home. It's straight. Look at this kid. He's, he's talking smack. He's got him. He's like Maddox. Look at that. He's like Maddox out there. Mad, hey! Maddox. 
He's like, John Smoltz with the flow. Look at this.
he's a winner in our hearts today. Yes. And what a day it was. Yes, homeboy homeboy missed the cut in his own country. And then he wins the, wins the tour championship and wins the FedEx Cup. And it's like, where 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 are we? Wait, hey. Look. Oh, money train right here. Oh. Man. With that and some guy. I love that they call it the PGA Tour champ. Well, that is what the championship is. He won the cha- tour championship, but they make it out like he's. Come on, Rory. Come wait. That's yeah, what is, I mean, you kind of. I thought you suck at driving because you, ah. you got bulked up so much. He's no Bubba. We love Bubba. Bubba will just crush the drive. And it may just go like 50 yards to the left, but it'll be like 300. I miss this. I'm glad Roy McIlroy won this because. Thank you. We missed. straight. We missed this man. Of course. We love Kepka because he gives zero fucks. But that's the beauty of golf, though. Like, a guy will disappear, and then all of a sudden he'll be like, oh, he just won like the Tour Championship. It's like. How about that? But we we love the relevance. We we hate we hate the randos that win. We love the guys who fall off. That's why when Sergio won the Masters, yeah. it was fantastic. Tiger won the Sorry. Masters. Sergio. Bubba Watson won the Masters. All you have to do is win the Masters, and you're forever in in engulfed in in enshrined in the Fanatic Radio Hall of Fame. That's right. <laughs> We love Roy McIlroy. What a great way to end our 300 show. Damn straight. 300. Um, Should have had on the original co-host, whatever his name was. Well, it was me. Yeah, but you had another guy. No, I, I... That's how you brought me on. There was another guy, and he couldn't do it. And he only knew me because of Sports Zone. I came back and like, got like Chipotle on like a winter day. Well, my, my, our, our first show was, was just me. Oh, was it really? Yeah. But there was a guy, there was another co-host. Yeah, we had we had Dan Goldman for a while. Is that who that was? Yeah. And then he, like, couldn't show, so he called me, because he knew me from Sports Zone. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, let me finish my Chipotle, and I'll run over to MGC. That's fantastic. Here's another 300 shows. Yes. What's the future? What does the future hold? Well, when I become president of Fox News, I'll be able to set my schedule, so I'll be, I hopefully will be free all the time. Yeah. Don't rule that out, folks. We we love we love the uh, the random breaks we take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it means that the people then, when we come back, they get a great show, and then they're looking forward to said show. They do. They get and they get a lot of undisclosed information, <laughs> which we love. Amen. Uh, let me see. 300 episodes. My favorite moment in sports. Favorite moment in sports. Has happened since we've um. I think I think being a bias. Actually, there's been a few. Because since since we've been since we've been on air, I have I have three. The first first one is my proud alum of the American University making the NCAA tournament. Because of all the guests we've had on the show, being former A basketball players, that was great. Um, number two was probably the run we had in what was it 2016, where the the uh, University of Colorado had that great ten I think it was like ten and four season. Um, ultimately, the, 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 bat, the, 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 the great win again, the great upset against Oregon. When Steven Montez came in as a backup quarterback and upset Oregon in Austin. 
about setting Colorado's the first bowl game in like a decade. Um, following that season was great. And then number and then probably number one was when the uh the once god awful Chicago Cubs actually ran the table in the World Series. Uh the episode we did it we did an episode live episode uh like two days after the Cubs won the World Series. Where I single handedly single handedly had the greatest father son moment in my life as my dad and I are a Cubs fan. We like stayed up till like two like one in the morning. Thanks to that awful rain delay. And my my favorite part of that actually is one of my favorite sports moments. One because of the history itself, but you have the clown from the Indians who hit that home run, who ran around the bases, arms flailed, like this guy was going to be a national hero, and then jokes on him, uh, they lost. And he's a nobody, and I, don't, I do not think he plays in the MLB anymore. So he's an idiot. <laughs> Uh, we also love that Cubs team because Araldus Chapman was on it, and he's gone. Sad. <laughs> Back with the Bronx Bombers. That's right. And uh, thus immortalized uh, Theo Epstein as one of the greatest general managers in the history of sports. But we also love other great moments that happened, like my, like the uh, like any team that left their city to go to another city. <laughs> Which is great because yes. they've changed, but we haven't. That's right. Um, you know what my favorite moment is? What? And it is it is a it's certainly and is of my lifetime my favorite moment of any team or performance or what have you that was not involved. But I remember here's the thing in 2014 I wrote after California Chrome. Did not win the Triple Crown. Did not win the Belmont Stakes. I wrote on my now defunct website, bflow360.com, we will never see a Triple Crown again because this is bullshit how horses are allowed to be entered that did not run before Mm. and they get totally screwed. And what happened in 2015, literally a year later, I maintain my favorite sporting moment of my lifetime that does not involve like the Packers winning the Super Bowl, uh, the Yankees winning the World Series, Devils winning the Stanley Cup, what have you, was when yep. American Pharaoh was the first horse in like 38 years, won the 2015 Triple Crown. Because I legitimately, and I, I said this, and I legitimately believe, I, I don't think we're ever going to see a Triple Crown again. Mm. An American Pharaoh did it in 2015, and I was so hyped and so into it. Because that's the beauty of horse racing. Who gives a shit about the Breeders' Cup? Mm. Who cares beyond the true degenerates that bet their local races and what have you beyond the Triple Crown? But that I thought I was so into that. And then next thing you know, like 2018, Justify won it a year ago, won the Triple Crown. Yeah. So it's like, is this going to be a thing again? But still, American Pharaoh, 2015 World, uh, excuse me, Triple Crown, awesome. Yes, that actually is one of the best moments. Uh, no doubt. Unbelievable. Uh, I love that. I love that, too. Let's show away the home run. Of course. Which is great, because it comes Chicago. Out. Because it comes into losing it in a bit. There we go. In the dirt. In the dirt. And there's the game. 
Washington Nationals. The Nationals in the hunt. Madden what a, is what a club. They're gonna throw Madden under the bus. Look at this. And uh, expand the lead. Don't your boy tell him. Do not sleep on the Nats. That's right. Anthony Rendon, sneaky MVP candidate. Tremendous player. Seventy-three wins. Love that guy. Which is amazing. A, a great player, and more importantly, a great guy. Look, yeah, Cal, yeah, um, American Pharaoh. American Pharaoh, by the way, who is still, he is still around. You can go visit him in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah! Which I want to make a road trip. No! I want to go just see this, this specimen of an animal. I may have to get down on my knees and just bow down and be like, we I are will, not worthy. We will, I will do the same because he is better. Fuck justify because you're always, justify. you're always worse the second time around. Yes. Yeah, and it was like, okay, Megan Farrow is, is cool. Megan is king. That dude, God bless him. My life, fun, fun fact, actually, my mom cried. Really? When Homeboy won the Triple Crown. That's awesome. Tears of joy because it's amazing. Because she was saying it's crazy to think. She's saying like, it would never happen. What's the next? What's the next? So 300 episodes from now, we we'll do our 600 episode. Oh my God! When we go Bernie Mac and go 3,000. <laughs> Rest in peace, the great Bernie Mac. <laughs> I saw that movie. What's the next? What's the next sports thing that's gonna? Oh my God! Crumble and fall. Well, we've had the Triple Crown. We've had a 16 seed win in the NCAA tournament. Yes. What about um? I mean, what about Serena? Do you think she'll pass Margaret Court? She's got how many more to go now? I think she's one away or tied. I think she'll get there. Serena is such a force and so good. And, yeah, there are a lot of times where she'll get upset, but she's always in the mix. She's always hanging around. I say she gets there. Hmm. I'm going to go on the record and say she does. And I'll be completely wrong when she doesn't. So I'm trying to think about it. So no, that's think okay. one, uh, the Cubs in the World Series. Um, Golden State Golden State blew a three-run lead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think. Other oh, sports accomplishments have not happened. Uh, uh, that's a well. What about the uh, the the uh, the, uh, the elusive Roger Maris home run? Because. We, we, you, you don't accept the bond seventy. No, I do, but for the uh, for the, uh, the 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 purists and the haters out there. Um, I. I mean, we know the ball is juiced. Mm. We know that, but there's so many. You know, you got bullpens, you got specialty pitchers, you got the loogies. Yeah. Uh, the left uh, left out only guys. I don't see guys getting to that level again because it's also because yeah. it's become such a strikeout heavy, strikeout or home run kind of game. I just, I personally, I just don't see guys getting to that, to that level. Oh, the last guy, the last guy to even like scratch that was your boy Jacob Stanton. Yes, and he was on pace for like sixty-five home runs and he didn't get it. I think he got to about fifty-nine when he had last season with the Marlins. And I was telling my dad, I was like, that's the last guy to ever, he's, he's going to be the last player ever to reach that. Yes. Just by the way baseball is going, and it makes you very sad to do it. <laughs> NFL has potential. So, sure. Manning holds the record of yes. all those. Do we see guys like, do we see like guys like Drew Brees and the Golden Boy surmount the records, or 
Or some NFL record is going to be I think it's possible. I think that... Because that's the thing. Manning played from the get-go. Like, yeah. he played, and then he played for a long time. I think it's possible as the sport gets more wide open, and you get guys playing these wide-open spread offenses and throw the ball a lot. Right. I think it's definitely possible, and I think that going forward, as teams realize, like, hey, you know what? It's it's just worth a lot more to throw the ball than to run the ball. I mean, that's just the way it is. So I think that could absolutely come down. Yeah. And, and of course, there's, there's going to be sports records that will never be broken. Emmett Smith's all-time rushing record will never be broken. There's no, uh, no running back will ever do that in, in the NFL. Um, Joe DiMaggio's uh, hit streak, that'll never get touched. Nope. Uh, and our record of being great will never be touched. Zach Ertz, pass the luck. That's right. And we love that. He's still alive, and we're still alive. Damn straight. Our record of, we, we're staying alive. We're fighting the FCC and... Damn straight. And the haters. And the haters. <laughs> yes. And I'll do it. Uh-oh. For another episode of Fanatic Radio. As we gotta go to bed because... Yes, right. I have work tomorrow. <laughs> Which is great because I totally just forgot that. Shout out to RG3, by the way. <laughs> I did not think he was still around in, in the NFL. I don't know where he is. Backup for... Uh, or third string for Lamar Jackson. Uh-oh. There you go, Josh Norman. Shout out to Pamplona. Which is great, because this is the second time around you've watched these clips. Yeah, that's true. Well, that'll do it. Another episode of Fanatic Radio. Woo! Cheers to 300. Here's 300 more to come. For all of us, for our, our sponsors, sponsors, supporters, fans. Heroes. Heroes, villains. Everyone else under the sun that's been uh, been with us. For you know, like nine, ten, nine and a half, ten years. Here's just 300 more episodes. Try to see him call the Detroit Sun Floor. It's not my gardener. Bye bye. Here's to another 300. <laughs> we'll see you next week. This is Fanatic Radio with a Millennial Show. Sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm.